Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are talking about understanding the core of your unhappiness. And I think what that really means is understanding your perspective. What are the thoughts in your head about? So I think we have something like 70,000 thoughts per day, and the majority of them are the same thoughts we had yesterday, which is why we have habits and we have patterns in our life. And a lot of times people get out of a toxic relationship and jump right into another toxic relationship or get out of a toxic situation and jump into another toxic situation, or they hate their job and then they leave their job and they get into a business and they hate working for that business because they're an employee with an employee mindset and they don't know how to think about their fulfillment. There are so many things, you know, so I said, they don't know how to think about their fulfillment. What are the thoughts in your head? I think this really comes down to perspective because I think our perspective is really made up of our thoughts. Like when I think of the continuum, I guess perspective could also be beliefs, but I think, I really think it comes down to thoughts for perspective because you have your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results. I think that makes up the sum of our life. And I think all of them inform the other. Like you can start changing your actions, which will change your results, which will inform your beliefs, which will then inform your thoughts, which will inform your feelings, which will inform your actions. You can change your thoughts to inform your feelings, so on and so forth. You guys are picking up what I'm putting down. But we're talking about perspective today because the thoughts in your head, I think, are one of the most important things and most controllable things. So you can also... um, I would honestly say feelings are more important than thoughts, but thoughts are more controllable. And if you start thinking, you will feel a certain way. If you start thinking differently, you can feel differently. So you control your feelings through your thoughts and actions, I believe. And so does Tony Robbins. So really, Tony Robbins helped me to believe is what I'm saying there. Um, And this is interesting. The girl who wrote The Secret and, you know, is the like director or producer of the movie, The Secret. I think her name is Shonda Burns. Ooh, what is her name? Let me look it up real quick. Um, But she was talking on Lewis Howe's Rhonda Byrne. Sorry, Rhonda. Shonda's close though. Shonda Rhimes. Maybe that's what I was thinking. So Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret, directed the movie The Secret, was on Lewis Howe's podcast, The School of Greatness. And she said, if you only ever thought about what you wanted, that's all you'd have. And so the secret is just basically manifesting stuff and manifesting stuff is something we all do because when you think about something and then you feel something and then you act in accordance with those feelings and thoughts, you get certain results and we all do it. Some people think they're a criminal and so then they feel like a criminal. So then they act like a criminal. Some people think they're a billionaire then they feel like a billionaire and they act like a billionaire and they get results like a billionaire would get. And so I really like this concept And I want to apply it to my life. And so I want to, you know, this kind of calls me out actually right here. Because right now I'm the title of this episode is understanding the core of your unhappiness. And right there, that's focusing on your unhappiness. And for a podcast that is called Living the Dream, focusing on your unhappiness probably isn't the best move. So maybe we'll have to record another podcast um, 
called understanding your happiness. So let me just write that down real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, where has it shown up in my life? I would say church, work, entrepreneurship, and impatience. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Church. You know, when I go to church on Sundays, often I'm angry and I try not to be angry. But even when you're trying not to be angry, you're angry because you're so focusing on the fact that you're, there's anger, that there's a feeling and you're interpreting it as anger. And so I'm, I'm angry for a lot of reasons. And I focus on those reasons. And then it just reinforces my anger. So I'm like, ah, church isn't how I want it to be. So it makes me angry. Uh, I'm not where I want to be. So I think church is a waste of time because church isn't what I want it to be. So if I'm not where I want to be and church isn't where it needs to be and I'm spending my time at church, it's just more of what I don't need. Like, that's how I feel. And so it just makes me angry. And it's like, I'm not even building relationships with people. I could be spending this time with Gracie. I could be spending this time doing business. And I just go down the rabbit hole. And it's like, that's why church makes me angry. Because I have those thoughts about church that at its core, church isn't what I think it should be. Boom, expectations. So it's not worth my time. And it's keeping me from things that are worth my time. So it makes me angry work very similar thing i think my work should be focused on impacting people that are close to my heart and that tends to be homeless people or people who really just people who want to improve their life so if it's a homeless person they don't want to improve their life i'm not going to sit here and try to change them but if they're a homeless person and they want to put in the work willing to put in the sweat equity to improve their life i think that is a um i don't know i think it's a really really cool thing and I want to help that person because I think it's hard when you don't have the resources. So it's the same with lower income people. It's the same with middle class people. Like anybody who wants to improve their life is close to my heart. I just pick homeless people because in my head, that seems like it's the most impossible situation. But a single mom with five kids who's working two jobs, just as impossible, honestly, if not more impossible because they're responsible for people. So work because it's not impacting who I want to impact. But you see where all this focus is? Church isn't where it's supposed to be. And so it's not making me happy. All that's focused on negativity. Work isn't impacting who I want. Instead, I could just choose to make my work focused on who I want to impact. But I spend all my time at a job and thinking about a job that isn't impacting who I want to impact. Then when I get laid off from that job and end up going to a different job, what happens? It's another job who's not impacting who I want to impact. But if instead, I focused solely on who I wanted to impact and only did things that did that and made no kind of excuses, no money excuses, no time excuses, no capability excuses. If I did only that, I would only get what I thought about because that would be the only thing I saw, right? And it would probably happen a lot faster if it was the only thing I thought about. Entrepreneurship as well ties in with work, right? Like it's not where I want it to be. Sales aren't where I want it to be. Everything is not where I want it to be. And if you're Catching a common thread is that I'm focusing on where everything is not yet. And that ultimately breeds impatience. And that's also where this has shown up in my life. This whole perspective of impatience, I think, comes from focusing on the fact that stuff isn't where I want it to be. And it's like my expectations. And my expectations don't meet up my actions. And it really, it's like just this vicious cycle that I've been stuck in. I think it takes time for me to correct those thoughts. You know, it's like, it really takes accountability. It takes community. It takes like, like when I have a conversation with my brother and he's like, that's not how we should be thinking. 
Like, how, how can we think about this? Look at how far we've come. Look at what we've done. Look at um, all the potential we have. Like, instead of focusing on the small gap between expectations and reality, focus on all the potential and you'll blow your expectations out the water. Because it's like the potential of what me and my brother can do right now literally changed the world. Like, literally changed the world. But instead, we're focused on the fact that we're not at 5K a month so we can leave our job, so we can spend more time doing a little bit more of what we want to do. Focus on the potential. Because when you focus on the potential, like, you start making bold decisions, but it's like, it doesn't seem that bold because look at what can happen. And the odds are pretty good that it happens, too. So those are some of the places it's shown up in my life. Just the core of my unhappiness being my perspective. And it's my perspective on church, work, entrepreneurship, and just general patience in life of like all of these things aren't where I want them to be. They're not where I expect them to be. And it's really focused in the gap versus the gain. I think we talked about this a couple podcasts ago as well, but I need to go reread that book or read it for the first time. I don't think I've ever read it. I only read Who Not How. But where do I want it to show up in my life? So I want an extreme focus on what I want to have and who I want to impact. So again, focusing on the potential, focusing on the gain, being grateful for all the opportunity I have and all the things that I've accomplished and focusing on like just what is possible. Like I'm always focused on what isn't. I should focus on what is and more importantly on what can be because really your mind, this is what I think is so cool, doesn't know the difference between what can be and what is. And that's why like when you really think about it, when we are thinking about what isn't, we are really thinking about what could be. Does that make sense? Like very seldom are we like, this isn't how it is right now. Like I'll be like, I don't have money right now. It's like, well, you do have money. <laughs> That's not true. You have money in your bank account right now. You have a house. All right, you don't you don't own a house, but you are you have shelter, you have food, you have water, you have a loving family, you have a loving fiance, you really have everything good going for you. Like, what exactly are you upset about? The fact that you just don't have more dollars in your bank account? That's just that's strange. That's just living in gap. <laughs> like, I have all of this going for me, and I'm gonna focus on the little that I don't have. And it's not even that I don't have it. I maybe just don't have as much as I want. And you know what's funny? It's not even that I don't have as much as I want, because theoretically, it's like, you know how, how much money is out there in the world? Like, you could call it all into your pocket right now if you had the right offer, if you had the right deal, if you had the right network. So all of those things are out there for me to take right now. And I'm just focused on the fact it's like a, it's just a fallacy. It's so strange to me to think about that I le legitimately focus on the things that I don't have when it's out there for me to take. And people like want to give it to me. Like there are plenty of people who would like to give it and would like to do business with me and would like to, but I'm just so in my head about gap, 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 what it isn't, what it isn't, what it isn't. It's ultimately focus on, on um, what could be in just a negative light. Because right now I have everything I need and everything, the world has all the resources I need. So when I'm focused on what isn't, it's really focusing on what could be in a negative light. And so I feel like I'm always kind of focusing on what could be, even when I'm focusing on what is and what isn't. I don't know if that quite made sense, but basically it's like the world is abundant. Everything you need is here right now. And so what is, what isn't is all based on your mindset. And ultimately, 
it's just your small perspective of what is in your life in this moment when really you can call stuff into your life and that's what you're doing when you think about it that's what i'm trying to say so when i think about syndicating an apartment complex eventually that's going to be in my life now back to the point where your mind doesn't know the difference there are these things called uh mirror neurons i think and when you visualize doing an action your mind acts like it's an actual rep. Like they had athletes, I think, visualize doing uh, an action, visualize doing uh, some, you know, athletic maneuver that they need to do. I can't even think of the word right now, but being athletic as athletes do, and their mind was actually firing the motor neurons in their body that like went on with that specific action. Does that make sense? So we have mirror neurons that fire. So basically uh, back to Naruto, Shadow Clone Jutsu, he can get a bunch of reps by having each Shadow Clone do a punch, right? And all those Shadow Clones come back, he is trained basically a thousand times over. I think it's a similar thing. If you visualize something a thousand times, your body gets more familiar with it than if you never visualized it at all. So visualization has something to do with something, which means your, your mind cannot actually tell the difference between your what you're visualizing and what is reality. Now, you may start to rationalize it, but if you actually start to believe it, you'd be surprised what happens when you visualize something. So that's what I have to say there. I just, um, I don't know. I think it's so cool that if you only ever thought about what you wanted, that's all you'd have. And then we spend our time focusing on what isn't, at least I do. And really, when I'm focusing on what isn't, I'm not even doing reality justice. I'm just focusing on what could be in my narrow segment of my life in a negative light. That's all I'm doing. Instead, I should focus on the potential, what I currently have, and the fact that it will grow. And that's focusing on what could be in a positive light. And my mind won't know the difference because of those mirror neurons that are firing and like, oh no, you actually own this apartment right now. Oh no, you actually have these clients right now. Like you can see them. You can see the apartment. You can see the clients. Anyway, that's all I got to say there. Just think about how it has worked for you, honestly. Like, give it some time. I want an extreme focus on what I have, on what I want to have, and who I want to impact. That's what I want an extreme focus on. That's where I want it to show up in my life. How can you apply it to your life? I think it's setting up a Bob Proctor and Alex Hormozzi statement. Now, let me tell you why I call it a Bob Proctor and Alex Hormozzi statement. So Bob Proctor introduced me to the affirmation, I am so happy and grateful now that blank and you insert goal in the present tense. So I'm so happy and grateful now that I own 2000 apartment units. Then I like to add, so maybe I should call this a Bob Proctor, Alex Ramosi and Timmy Douglas statement. I like to add it because I'm like, why, why does that make you so happy and grateful? I'm so happy and grateful now that I own 2000 apartment units because it allows me to provide for my family and spend my time ending poverty. Boom. So now you have your why there. Not only are you happy and grateful that you have this, but you have the reasons behind it to feel it. Then Alex Ramosi was like, affirmations didn't work for me. What worked for me is waking up, doing the stuff every day and be like, I'm going to get here because I'm doing these things and these things lead to this goal. So I was like, let me add some juice to this affirmation. Be like, I am so happy and grateful now that I own 2000 apartment units because... It allows me to provide for my family and spend my time ending poverty. I know that, stay in the present tense, 
I know that I own 2,000 apartment units because insert KPI, which is key performance indicator. And the key performance indicator is like a daily action that you can do that will move you towards that goal. So in order to own 2,000 apartment units, what do you need to do? Well, you probably need to put out offers on apartment units. And so what thing can you track that will ultimately lead to your goal? If you put out enough offers on apartment units, eventually you will own 2,000. And then if you get enough accepted offers, you'll own 2,000. So maybe it's accepted offers that you want to measure by. So it's, I'm so happy and grateful now that I own 2,000 apartment units because it helps me provide, it allows me to provide for my family and spend my time ending poverty. I know that I own 2,000 apartment units because I, how do I want to phrase this? I put out 10 offers per week. I have 10 offers accepted per week or I have 10 offers accepted per year on apartment units of 200 plus units. And at that rate, you'd be getting 2,000 and maybe, and five of those end up closing. So at that, that point, you're closing on 1,000 apartment units a year. You'll own 2,000 in two years, which is very possible, actually. That was lit that I just said that because it's cool. And you see, I'm getting all happy. I'm getting, <laughs> my thoughts are changing my feelings and my feelings are, hopefully they change my actions and that'll change my results, right? Um, but there we go. So that is the Bob Proctor, Alex Ramosi, and Timmy Douglas statement. That will be in the show notes, the kind of template there. But it's basically like, I'm so happy and grateful now that insert goal because insert why that goal is meaningful to you, period. I know that insert goal and the goal is always in the present tense. I know that insert goal in present tense because insert KPIs that will ultimately lead to your goal. Say that. Feel that, repeat that, think that over and over. Anytime you see yourself stressing out, start repeating that phrase in your head and just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and create a singular focus. And as you create that singular focus, you know what action you need to do because you put that action on the back end of that statement. So then start doing that action. Now think that thought, do that action. Think that thought, do that action. Think that thought, do that action. And maybe we should add to that statement about how it makes you feel. Uh, well, it makes you feel so happy and grateful. So you know how you feel actually. So think that thought, do that action, feel that way. Eventually you're going to get that result and that result's going to reinforce your beliefs. And then it's just going to compound, 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 and you're going to blow up. So if you only ever thought about what you wanted, that's all you'd have. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I know it was a longer one. I try to keep these uh, solo episodes shorter, but I got passionate about this because The Secret was a beast movie. Alex Hormozzi's a beast. Bob Proctor's a beast. Success is a beast. And it's all awesome. Thank you guys for watching. Hope to see you on the next one. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.